All right, we are back with another episode of the best of the best. Therese, who do you have here today? I have Don Brown and Richard Bruner here with Funding for Flippers. And I wanted them on the show because they have a really um, interesting way of supplying money for projects. So we wanted to talk to them a little bit about what they did, why they did it. And uh, guys, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, not much to tell. Uh, I'm retired, and this is what I do for fun. Uh, that's really the short version of it. Uh, we started in 19, I mean, in 2015, and uh, we've been working on various projects ever since. We've done over 300 deals, I guess, from from then till now, and it's a it's a lot of fun, a great deal of fun to help. Uh, flippers grow their business and more importantly help a new family find a new home to move into inexpensively to start their family and and to grow their uh, future Uh, that's really quite rewarding so we really enjoy doing that yeah we've uh we've used you for several projects many many yeah i mean it was we started all this what we were just saying during covid and uh, it was a really great opportunity for us because the real estate market was weird, right? We needed something to do. We were yeah, bored. we needed something. We were to bored. Do. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we started fixing houses up, and we needed money to do that. And you guys came through in a big way. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself too. I started a long, long time ago and went <laughs> through different businesses and what have you. I'm a tax accountant for 45 years. I had worked for a trucking company as a controller. Uh, our first loan was that we provided the funds for the trucking company to build a cross dock terminal. So we've been lending, my wife and myself, for the last 20 years. Uh, the difference between, I think, what we do and what you'll find with the hard money guys is we're using our own funds. So we don't have to answer to anybody. So we can pretty much customize a loan to accommodate the, the, the borrowers. Yeah, that's really great. Because whenever we have questions, we just pick up the phone, call you. And whenever you have questions, you just pick up the phone and call us. It's a very um, personal relationship. Very. Yeah, which is a little different. And very hands-on. And very hands-on, which, you know, sometimes you could consider that hands-on a little bit much. But I actually really appreciate it because it really helps us make good decisions. Um, sometimes, especially with our personality style, like yours is opposite of mine. Um, like I like, I see something, I run and I go do it and figure it out. You're making us stop and say, no, let's really look at this. And is this a great decision for you to be making for your financial future? So tell me a little bit about what led you to decide to do this. Like it didn't just happen one day. So what was the? Well, okay. Uh, so as I said before, I'm retired. I've been self-employed since 1979. And started and ran a number of businesses. I'm an engineer by training and uh, sold our last business in 2014. My then wife and I, uh, after I retired, she was an attorney, she was retiring from her practice. We're looking around to think what we're gonna do for the rest of our lives because we're not just gonna sit at home staring at the walls. So my wife is always interested in real estate and so she got a real estate license and we went to a dig meeting figuring that's where we'll find clients. What we discovered was the last thing in the world that the people at Dig needed was another real estate agent, but they told us that they needed money. Well, we had some money because we sold our business and that got us started to do a private loan and then one led to another, led to another. 
and we've been doing it ever since. Unfortunately, my wife passed away in 2018, and I've been continuing to do this uh, all my own ever since. So it's a great deal of fun to interact with folks like you and your colleagues and many others. And as I said before, we get a lot of uh, uh, personal benefit, personal uh, enjoyment out of seeing things happen and it's a win-win for everybody. So yeah, I mean, we you, you come and look at the projects, you know, and not just That's once. Right. You don't just check it out prior to lending. You come and look at the progress right. and you even offer advice. And I think that might be a little different as well than most of the hard money lenders out there. They really don't care how long it takes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? That does. And that reason we do that is nine times out of ten, if we tell you we won't lend on a project, it probably means you're not going to make any money. And if you're not going to make any money, you're not going to come back again. So that's our whole premise is we're going to make sure that everybody wins and we'll make it happen. And well, and that honesty piece is important. Yeah, there are, some, there are some lenders, not many, but some who are what we call loan to own. They'll make a loan and they hope that you fail <laughs> yes. or they'll structure it so that you'll fail. Right. And then they take over the project and, or take over the real estate and make, make more money. They get that. the win. At the That's end right. of the day. So yep. we've been talking about hard money, like maybe people don't understand what that is. So we should talk a little bit more about what is hard money. So do you want to give a little definition and description of that? Yeah. So basically, if you're going to a bank and you've got a, a home that you're ready to close on and the bank says, OK, let's go through the numbers. Oh, it doesn't have a heater in it. Oh, that's a shame for you because we don't lend on houses that don't have heat. Yep. So ultimately, what we'll do is we can go in and say, Okay, this is what it's going to cost you to heat it. This is what's going to cost you to to make the deal make sense. And we will fund it and we can do it quickly only because we're using our own money. We don't have to get the bank approval or the board approval or whoever that's in that sequence. So what does it usually look for to qualify someone to, to give them the loan? So what's that kind of based around? Oh, that's an interesting question. <laughs> it's as much a personal contact and personal feel as anything else, uh, we don't go through the exercise of a credit evaluation or any of that sort of stuff. We just look in your eyes. I know that sounds quaint, but it's true. <laughs> I like that, though. And uh, we evaluate projects that you've done in the past, and we look at the project in front of us, and uh, we evaluate whether it, it, like Rich said, whether it makes financial sense or not. And if it does, we'll do the deal. Yeah, I can I can attest to that because we met our first meeting was sitting on a parking in a, in a lot over in Norristown right. at the State Farm Park at a picnic table. And we had, <laughs> that's our first meeting. And we were talking about what it was we wanted to accomplish. And we went through the project. Um, you asked a little bit of, uh, about us, background information. We knew each other a little bit too. But we didn't really know that at the moment, did we? I mean, no. yeah, which was really interesting. So we, we have a past, <laughs> which is which is really cool. Um, but I liked the way that you did that because... Um, it gives everybody an opportunity, you know, especially if they're doing the right things. That's right. I think that's what sets you guys apart. That's right. Like I said, we don't look at your credit score because the real the project has to stand on its own. And uh, we'll turn down deals because the project doesn't stand on its own. Or in some cases, we discover that the for a new potential borrower, that they may have a, uh, a record. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Criminal. A criminal record. Yep, yep. And <laughs> while they may have 
gotten better in life. It's just that's not a risk that we're willing to take. So we try not to work with criminals. We try not to work with Yes, criminals. yes, we all try. We all try. <laughs> um, how about, how are you finding your investors? I guess at this point, it's word of mouth for the most part. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess at that point, I mean, prior to COVID, we were very active marketing. I used to run a monthly conference. Uh, uh, Pat, Rick and I used to be on, and Rich we used to be on panel sessions together. So we were very active in the local real estate community. But once COVID hit, we stopped doing the meetings. So it's now mostly worth word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So how would someone reach out to you if they were interested in learning a little bit more? Um, there's a lot of people working with hard money lenders and they might have had experiences that weren't the best um, and they might want something that's a little more personal. So how would someone get in touch with you? Basically, the, if they were to just reach out to us individually or, or you know, to, collectively, okay. we would look at what they're doing. Have they got any past experience flipping homes? So if you've never ever don't even know what a flip is that wouldn't be the first people that we would work with yeah. we generally want you to have at least three under your belt okay and we would look at those properties what you purchased them for whether you closed within a year and made sure that you made money okay so that's the whole the whole premise is that we're not going to lend to somebody and let them fail right well you're so, looking for a longer term relationship right because we've and been then, doing this for a couple of years now yeah. actually, actually that's the key we look for what we call serial flippers. Not, we don't like to do one and done. <laughs> yes. But rather three, four, five deals a year, for, you know, okay. forever. That's and that's a nice little that, business. If someone's model. flipping, you know, five to ten a year is a, is a nice little business. That's right. Yeah, that's what we're trying to trying to aim for. Seems like it slowed down a little bit. Yeah, but you guys have been enormously successful up to this point and I don't see anything changing in the future. Well, thanks. We're hoping we can find another one. So if you have a flip out there, you should let us know. <laughs> Actually, from our perspective, distressed properties, the more distressed, the better. So whoever's listening to this podcast, if you know of a distressed property or know somebody that knows about a distressed property, get in touch with Therese or Funding for Flippers and we'll make yes. it happen. Yeah. I think too, um, sometimes people get in a situation where their home goes into a distress situation and they don't know what to do. And instead of doing anything, they go into this paralysis mode of doing nothing and they just wait and wait. And Mm -hmm. the longer they wait, the worse it gets. So if you're in that situation and you're really not sure which way to turn or you're starting to feel like things are, are getting difficult and you can't pay that mortgage or you can't upkeep the house, that's when it's time to have the conversation. Don't wait. It's confidential. We'll talk to you. We'll always tell you what your best options are, but don't put yourself in that position where it's too late. And now it's really hard for anybody to help you. And Mm -hmm. your next option is foreclosure and you're out. Um, And there's a lot of people I think out there that are in that situation right now. So it's good. If you're listening, you should definitely reach out. Um, I do want to ask you one last question. The market I know this is like a crazy question to ask anybody because you'll get 20 different answers, but where do you think the real estate market's headed uh, with rates going up and everything that we're dealing with? Well, we can see the rates going up on a daily basis. That's yep. the, the, the hardest thing. So a lot of times when you're looking at the deals that were done in the last 10 years, when people were getting 3% mortgages, you always had that easy exit because the buyers could get a loan that they could afford the monthly payment. Now that 3% could be 7%, and that changes the whole dynamic. So we want to make sure that 
if you're looking at a project and you and you want us to, to, to go through and, and may see if it makes sense, we're going to make sure that that exit strategy is going to be, okay, we're targeting a $400,000 market. Well, at 7%, you're going to have a crazy mortgage payment on the back end. Right. So you're not you're, you're going to sell less just because of that mortgage component. Do you think the rates are going to keep going up or do you think they'll start to steady a little bit? Right. So I, I'm, I'm old. So I think our second house, I'm older. our mortgage rate went wow. from 11 to 12% while we were driving the settlement. Oh my goodness. So yeah, it's, there, there is a history there. You know, granted, I think our we paid uh, for our first second house. It was forty thousand dollars. So yeah, there's a big difference there. Today we're looking at four hundred thousand right. dollars. So, right. what are your thoughts? I, I mostly agree. I think right now the inv- amount of inventory that's available, especially for distressed properties, is much lower than it was a year or two ago. Uh, and I think that will remain. I think interest rates will, if they come down, it'll come down just a little bit, not a whole lot, at least in the next 12 months. Beyond that, you know, we're coming into the election and who the hell knows what's going to happen at that point. Um, uh, you just have to be diligent in looking for projects and putting, doing more marketing maybe than you used to, to find projects. And... Uh, be careful, like Rich was saying, be careful about make sure exit. the numbers work and that you have an exit. We we know several mortgage uh, brokers who can help on the back end. So in, in your case, that's not never been a problem, but sometimes it, the uh, the flipper needs help finding a refinance situation and we can help with that as well. That's really good. I think that's the big thing. You're a resource all the way around and you're not just one transaction and you're gone. We're looking for a relationship, a longer term and, that, and that's actually a really smart play because you get to know the people you're lending to. You're not trying to get new, to know new people all the time. So hopefully we'll be doing business for a long time <laughs> together. Um, I agree with you guys. I feel like the interest rates are going to, I feel like they're going to stay kind of steady. I don't think they're going to go up too, too much more. And I think home values are going to hold. I don't think we're going to see a dip in home values. And if mm-hmm. we do, it's going to be like a you know minimal 2% because we're, we're right at that trend line over the last 40 years. It's been going up and we're not above it like we were back in 07 and 08 when the whole world just kind of went what the heck just happened um we're, we're kind of right there so i feel like we're we're safer so don't panic out there <laughs> it's fine <laughs> slow, and slow and, and steady right and the average 40 year interest rate is 7.3 percent. so we're not really too far off of that so mm. it's not as bad as everybody thinks it is so if you have questions, the best thing to do is ask a professional. Guys, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Glad to be here. Thank mm-hmm. you very much, Therese. And thank good you. luck to you. Thank you. <laughs>